0: So to keep it real simple for NFL talk mixed with real talk on our lives and your lives, sit back, relax, turn up the crew, tap into the crew, get turnt with the crew. New crew, NYC in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up, what up? It's another episode of The Crew. It is episode eight, and we have another packed show for you this Thursday. We got former Giants defensive end O.C. Uman Yora joining us from London across the pond to talk everything going on with the Giants who are 4-1, got the Ravens coming in town this week. We also have the Hall of Famer Terrell Owens joining us to talk about everything under the sun for the Cowboys, to the Eagles, to the Commanders, and also we've got longtime Cowboys beat reporter Clarence Hill in the building to talk about those Cowboys and if we should be loving more on Cooper Rush. But before we get to that, I always let you know that you should join us and find our show at www.TheCrewNY That is the URL to our YouTube, and you can always catch us on our Twitter handles. But for now, it is time for Crew Call. Well, 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 we got a packed house in the building to start off the show, T.O. With the shades. Is it that bright where you are?
1: My future is always in oh, is that what it
0: is. Your future is bright. So that's what we said. That's what we said. Uh, yep. Morris Morris joining us from the set of his project. I mean, we we appreciate yeah. your Colgate smile this early in the morning. Well,
2: well, you know, I need to come on here and you know see what's happening with you guys. You know, I always want to check in, see what's up, and uh, talk a little football.
0: Oh, and of course, Fred Smooth. Fred Smooth. Oh oh, 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 Fred.
2: Hey, Fred? don't oh, so it. We found
0: oh, Fred again.
3: Hey yeah, listen, how the, uh,
2: how, the, how the commandos doing? I mean the Commodores. I mean, <laughs> your name, is
3: is
2: uh, Lionel Richie playing quarterback? Uh,
4: uh, What's happening over uh, there, man? Uh, you know, just cause it started off bad don't mean it gonna end bad, baby. Oh, don't right, don't you worry oh, about man, that. Just right, just just, right, be, right. just because the Eagles are roasting right now, don't mean don't mean they won't turn on y'all by Christmas. Right. We know how it go now.
0: Hey, right, listen, right, and he you're talking right, you're right. a right. lot before Thursday Night Football. The game ain't even started. It is tonight against the two and three Bears, so we're going to see how much you talking after the, the game. The Bears. Mm-hmm. We got Clarence Hill joining us from the facility where he's covering the Cowboys today. Long time a beat reporter covering the team for the star Telegram. What's up, Clarence? What's up,
5: man? I want to show y'all these little replica trophies out here. You know, it's been a oh, long wow. time since so I got a real one, but I want to show these replica trophies. Hey, smooth. <laughs> uh, I've been watching how you – have been getting on Josina about her date <laughs>
0: life. Oh, wow, that's Stay where we're on starting? on top of her. That's a, why, why. Why you gotta be encouraging that?
4: stay on top of her about her
0: dating life.
4: Why? Wow. Hey, you, you know, you know why Jocena got her version, and I got the truth. I oh. I tell the truth. I'm the speaker of truth. My daddy is a preacher, oh. and at the end of the day, I know Jocena and I know why she's
0: single. Oh, wow. oh, really? Oh, and, and and as you let us know with Darius Slay or Big Play Slay, excuse me. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. plural. Your plural. Your plural. You're yeah, it, you. Just, oh, okay. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. to,
0: hey, Clarissa, mm-hmm. that? Is that, are
2: those trophies made out of foil, tinfoil? What those trophies (laughs) made out of? It's been a long way, about 30 years? Oh,
4: yeah. 30 years,
2: something like that? How long it's been?
3: Uh, Yeah, he got them
4: from the can, man.
5: Listen, these are the, <laughs> these are the replicas that were under Tom Laidry, and the 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 other ones that Jerry has, I saw on a different mantle. These these are the old. Oh, ones. Oh, okay. okay. And,
4: and, and why why does he got on that Texas shirt? Like it's nothing to be proud about Texas besides Kevin Durant. Like what are you talking about? I
5: mean, don't, don't don't go there, man. We back. Texas is
0: back. And really quickly, Hey, since you was talking about your plural really quickly, I just wanted to know if any one of the women that you're dating, did they see the show last time? Did they have any problems with you saying the your girls. plural? I just wanted to know. Well,
4: no. When you're single, they're, they're what it is. Like, you know, you oh, got to understand.
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't know if they was mad at you. know mad at you.
4: Well, I tell people all the time, how are you going to find the right one if you just one? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I, I, we will not be taking no dating advice for you. We're moving on to the headlines. Let's go. all right all right all right all right you know what even before we get to the whole obj thing i'm going to switch this up we're going to talk about Devonte adams a lot of talk yesterday because this guy decided to file a charge originally it was reported as a misdemeanor assault. i'm going back to the game when the raiders played the chiefs and he pushed a photographer that we know is a freelance photographer working for espn but nfl network did report that it actually is going to be a violation of the city ordinance not a misdemeanor assault which faces a maximum of 180 days adam can be fined at least 250 dollars at the end of the day what did y'all think about the fact that this guy at least is trying to press charges and could be preliminarily trying to set up a lawsuit
4: First of all, do, do y'all remember that the comedian A.J. Just, when he, he fell and it was his back and his neck? Uh, at the end of the day, that's what this was. At the end of the day, this guy saw a money pit when he like, oh, he looked up and seen who pushed him. Everything on his body hurt. We all know this is a joke. Nobody <laughs> just cares, man. Yeah. yeah and, ahead, was, that, that, that
1: little scene was from Friday, but this, this wasn't Friday. This was Sunday. <laughs> me it's a non-story to, to be quite honest um I, i'm glad it, it it got diminished to i guess what is it a misdemeanor what a happened?
0: violation of a city Just,
1: ordinance yeah i mean it is what it is there's other things to be talking about like brett Favre, you know trying to take monies from these uh less fortunate people so you know that's that's right. more that's more of a story than this and at the end of the day Devonte Adams, because of his character and who he is, he came out and apologized immediately. So I could see if it was something where he didn't have remorse from it, this and that and yet. He realized again. And I, and I agree with some people that understand, like if you're in the heat of the battle, especially coming off a heated game like that, um, he, there were some mistakes they should have won. You have reactionary actions, you know, when you're af- immediately after the game. And again, mm-hmm. it, was, it was an accident. He
0: apologized. Man, move on. Clarence, Roland Martin was on. Go ahead, Morris. Go ahead.
2: No, I said, yeah, to what T.O. said, you know, he's he's coming off the field in the heat of the moment. Where's the NFL by having a clear path for this man to get back to the locker room, Mm. right? You know, we have sometimes got fans throwing stuff. Now we got some people walking in the path of someone coming off of a, a very, it was a very highly emotional play. If, right. he doesn't, if he doesn't run into that receiver, he could possibly catch a touchdown or at least get him into spillgo field goal range. So the NFL has to clear that path. That protect the players on the field, period.
0: Clarence, but Roland Martin was on Twitter very hard yesterday, basically saying a, assault is assault, though it's not called assault anymore. Roland
4: Martin. But <laughs> Roland Martin.
0: People are saying it's no excuse for extending your arms, even if it was a millisecond, you know, of an intersection cross and they ran into each other. Clarence, what you think?
5: I mean, the bottom line is what you guys are saying is right. This is a money grab. Okay. Yeah. It is a money grab. You know, we understand what's going on here, but that doesn't make it not a legitimate money grab. I mean, there's yeah. there was a the cameraman in Dallas named Larry Rodriguez, who was pushed by Kenny Rogers back in 2005, a baseball player, and he got paid millions. Okay. Yeah. And so we can talk about right of path and all that stuff, but and he, he this is a legitimate lawsuit and that's what it's about. It's about the lawsuit. It's not about whether it was a, a fine or a city ordinance. It's it, this is setting up the lawsuit.
0: Claire uh uh TO
1: <laughs>
0: You I, feel I, it's a non-story, so you ain't even trying. It is, a it, it, but it it is. Still setting up a lawsuit. For me, honestly,
1: it's still setting up a honestly, it, it's a non-story, and I think with this 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 incident that happened, I think obviously the NFL now will put Things in place to where, again, now guys, players are coming off the field and even going coming onto the field there'll be a clear clear path where you know credential workers anybody of that nature they're He's not-
0: ruining it for all media hey
4: hey you know what you know what let's, let's 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 get a situation here all right t.o we didn't play it against each other Let's just say you go for 60 you catch a touchdown you dive how many times have you ran into a photographer and ran him over millions of times and jumped up through popcorn in his face and ain't nobody said a word to you
1: actually i have uh, i have caught a touchdown or something in in the, in the end zone and there are some of those uh, the patrons or security working uh at the end of those uh end zones and i did hit them um knocked them over or what have you but again it was an accident or what have you but again in this situation this is a bit different i was like I said c- they collided they came into each other again obviously Devontae adams he, like I said emotional game um, he had just dropped, uh, he and he's break.
0: not known for being, you know, right. like some tumultuous type of right. person in the first right. place. Right. That right. is true.
2: Right. It's, we we are money grab, But does. hold on, I
0: gotta go. I gotta
2: go back to some uh, Fred Smooth. You talking yeah. about T.O. went for sixty? You talking about on that play? Because mm. T.O. always hit the Redskins for something like a <laughs> hundred. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. Well,
4: well you know what? I, 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 I can I can say this more. Yeah. I wasn't in. The, I wasn't in none of them highlights. All right,
1: I was. I wasn't in them highlights. That's all that mattered. Hey Mo, he was talking about one play for sixty. Oh, 60. I wanted to make show. I just wanted yeah, to make show. Of, okay.
0: Hey, actually,
4: actually, I was just making a circumstance. I, I was just making a circumstance
0: all right well let's move on to obj yesterday he was on twitter a lot had a lot of comments one of the things that he did say and admit as far as the situation with the rams and whether he will return or not because a lot of people have him potentially going to los angeles unless they thought but obj himself went on twitter and said that the rams lowballed him it's to the point where it's like negligible at least it seems for potentially returning um T.O., you know about being a, a wide receiver of high value. How would you feel if you just helped the Rams win a Super Bowl and then they come back and lowball you? And oh, by the way, they got Allen Robinson right now who's got 12 receptions for 107 receiving yards.
1: Well, I, I think uh, OBJ is looking to and taking into account that he helped him get to the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, if he didn't get injured, he obviously could have been a clear favorite for the MVP. Um mm. uh, you know, I think in this situation, uh, I look at it. Chris Brown said it best. Mm. Those Rams ain't loyal.
3: Okay, okay, right, that's
0: another right, version.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> so he has to think about that, take that into account, and it's a business. But I think more importantly, I think he has uh, – he, he has uh, – I, I can get where he feels like he's deserving, of a bigger contract we don't know what that number is but at the end of the day it's a business and he has to hope has to take into account too he's coming off a but second, Andrew,
4: that's injury. that's everything
1: yeah injury so and mm-hmm. in, and that aspect of it they're looking at you know more of the, the the risk than the reward you know based on the amount of money that they're probably willing to give him or they offered him
3: mm.
5: two things that work here jocena number one he only came out with this after the Rams started two and three. After the mm. Rams uh you know are struggling to start. Mm. Uh this is a negotiator. You already reported that he's visiting other teams. Mm-hmm. You know, he's coming, he's talking about the low ball now. This is the negotiating tactic. He's trying to get the money up. Why would they what contract should you give a guy coming off ACL? And, and, you know, whenever they offered this money, we don't know when he's going to come back. We don't know how he's going to come back. Right now, he's negotiating. OBJ wants
0: to feel the love, And I don't think that is strategic because when I put out the fact that he was visiting with the Giants, it's not as if OBJ called me to put that out. I found that out from other people and happened to find out. No, I'm just saying, but this is the the, the domino effect of of headlines that have come out. And then, you know, it's because Von Mm. Miller said that he's going to be visiting other teams or what have you. And then this is coming out. I don't think it's strategic.
3: Huh? wait. wait.
5: Trying to drum up interest and you get offers, okay? Mm-hmm. Who's? What are the offers? And what do the offers look
1: like, even from the Giants, whoever else? You're trying to get more money. Mm-hmm. Regardless, wait, wait, wait. offers are going to probably be the same. Again, right. he's coming off two ACL injuries, exactly. Um, and again, and the second one, it was a non-contact injury at that. So he has to factor in how management is thinking. You know, with obviously that the, the, the amounting that they're willing to invest in him.
4: Well, here go the, here go to think about it. Let's let's go with the facts. If you're a GM and you sitting at home and you saying, "Guess what? If I'm gonna have a part-time player, I'm gonna pay him part-time money." I'll, if you are gonna have him for what eight, seven, six games, and then the playoffs, if you get to the playoffs. If I give you a million a game and I give you eight million, you probably still wouldn't. You'll say that's a bad deal. So at the end of the day, I can only give you what I can give you. And if I'm I'm, a, I'm OBJ, he got to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I just need to get back on the field. It ain't even okay. really about how much money he make right he now. Wanna get feel back.
0: The love. He
4: want to feel the. He hey man, this love ain't love. about. Hey, let me tell you something. Oh, Sensitive oh, thugs yeah. need a hug. Ain't gonna be no love in the NFL. Ain't no love. They don't love nothing but checks.
0: Where would you want to see? Where would you want to see OBJ? end up well well let's go back though
2: okay mm-hmm. so yeah they they you know he said they lowballed him my thing is i think sean McVay came out and said that this is not going to be the final offer right mm. so the one thing that we always have even my business nfl basketball whatever <laughs> is always a business so you know they're trying he's trying to get more money they're trying to get him for less money but as at a certain point you know you do have to show somebody some respect and yeah, I agree. He's coming off some injuries, mm. but then don't come out and say, "Well, this is this is not our final offer." You know, you had those things. That's the
0: like, part. That's
2: the behind, part. Yes. behind closed doors, and if they shouldn't have come out and said anything.
3: Yeah,
0: but Morris hey. is right. He was saying this is not our final No,
4: Morris is not right. Co- Morris is constantly not right. Listen to me. Oh, if right if, if right now if I told y'all let's go buy a car, let's go buy this SUV and they tell us the motor in this SUV is fucked up, we're not gonna pay full price for that SUV. It's simply oh. as debt. It's a business. Hmm. Fred, you don't post that business out for the public to see. Yeah, if I got if I got somebody fighting me in the public uh, I say not if you' gonna put it out oh, there. O, o, Obj is paying it in the front. They got a, they they got so they got to the, massage it too.
2: You the tip or tat. You tat? Is that how you deal with all your females?
4: Are you uh, tip tat? <laughs> Come on now, friend. You know, <laughs> there ain't
2: gotta be no tip or tat. There ain't gotta you do this and I do that. You know, you know, it's, it's it. the business. It's the business. It's mm-hmm. the
4: business.
2: Which is and it'll be same business if OG, Obj explores somewhere else. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that can need them. You know they can use
4: them, and they, and they still gonna only pay the market price for a car with the motor messed up. They mm-hmm. only gonna pay the market price. Why would I pay three thousand? I mean, uh, five thousand more dollars for a car that I know I got to do a little work on before I even drive it. Okay, mm-hmm. so Brad So you try, you trying to tell me not even to
2: try to get a better deal? I'm supposed to accept the offer me and to try to get it back
4: if, 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 if I'm trying to get back on the field and reestablish myself after almost being the Super Bowl MVP and show people I'm healthy the only thing matters now is get on the field you can count your dollars later He's
1: going to get the best
4: deal he going to get the best deal in the offseason you're not going to
5: get a, a prime deal right now and, right. and you see with the Chris, Chris Godwin injury even when he comes back you know he could you know, we don't know how healthy he's going to be we don't know you know when he's gonna come back and what he's gonna look like when he come back. You, 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 you he's not gonna get prime money right. He's not gonna get over
2: level money not- until the offseason. He needs to come back and prove himself. They're not going to get prime money, but it's not going to be prime money, but you want to go to a situation, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, T.O., because, you know, you want to go to a quarterback, right? You want to go to a quarterback that's going to get you to rock. Last time I looked, oh, they still, that that line is so porous <laughs> in uh in, in L.A., I mean, you know, they can't hold nothing. You know, so I, I might look at Green Bay. I might look at Buffalo. Where, where, I might look somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I think he needs to just go somewhere where I feel like they can utilize him, work him back into the lineup to where he feels like he's comfortable to, to to go all out. But at the end of the day, I don't think O.J. would have come out and made that statement if he didn't feel that that was their low offer, that was their final offer at that. I think McVay came out after the fact, after O.B.J. came out and said that just, mm-hmm. to, just to save face because I don't think mm. O.B.J. would have come out and mm. said that if that wasn't really private, they're a solid offer to him. Mm. Good point. Good point. Good point. Okay,
0: let's move on to the next topic really quickly. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Todd Bowles, obviously, the Bucks are getting ready to face the Steelers, and he was asked about the fact that it's going to be two black head coaches facing one another. Uh, when he uh, was when he answered that, he initially said, "I have a very good relationship with Tomlin. We don't look at what color we are when we go." Uh, Coach against each other. We just know each other. I have a lot of very good white friends that coach in this league as well. I don't think it's a big deal as far as us coaching against each other. Then another reporter said, but what about representation? Shouldn't that mean something to aspiring coaches? And then Todd Bowles said, quote, well, when you say they see you guys and look like them and grew up Mm -hmm. like them, it means that we're oddballs to begin with. I think the minute you guys stop making a big deal about it, everybody yeah. else will as well, Fred.
4: So on. so why are we making a big deal about it? Like, this should be the norm. At the end of the day, he's totally right. Like, this is not a story, all right? This is not the first time two black coaches have uh, coached against each other. We've seen it in the Super Bowl. We've had a Black Sunday. It's happened, like, until this is the norm, I, I don't even see it as a story. I'm with Todd Bowles, I don't see it as a story, and I know Mike Tumlin personally, and I know he would show, it off and say you know what at the end of the day incompetent people would talk about incompetent things and that's what we're doing right now i wish morris had hair on his head <laughs> <laughs> but
2: hold on now let me go let me tell okay, you on that for a little bit okay so you said that we had a black sunday when was
4: that uh when with the? it was it tumbling and uh i know i, I, know, I know who but when I think it was, uh, it was. It was uh, uh, it's a Super Bowl about three, four years ago, right? Yeah. It was.
5: It was, was, was Lovey Smith, Lovie Smith and, 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 Tony, and Tony Dungy. Oh, it was, it was all right. the the Bears. And, right. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, friend, I think I did
2: have my hair hair on my head back then. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. That's what
3: I'm
2: saying. This should be the. No- it should not be a story, but it is because it doesn't happen often. We don't have mm. enough representation. In in uh in in the coaching ranks, if you're talking about what happened way back when, and there probably hasn't been too many incidents since then has happened, things need to progress in the NFL in terms of black coaches.
1: Man, I think that reporter just tried to uh, create a name for himself. He does like any other uh, non beat writer, somebody that doesn't have a name that tries to ask some that what they figure feel feel like or important questions or what have you. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a non story. It's like it, it's like what they got in, uh, I guess this topic they got is it this a storyline or is it a headline? Mm. This is a headline, mm.
3: and I'm I like just... that.
5: Mm. Well, it, it's not a story until it's a hiring process. The story on black coaches is about at the end of the season when they're hiring coaches, Now you know, who are they gonna get to replace, uh, the, the head coach of Carolina. What are they gonna do? I mean, it's regular season match up between those two coaches, it's not a big deal because it's happened in the regular season before, certainly it's happened in the Super Bowl before. It's not a big deal this week. But the bigger picture is we do need to fix the minority hiring because we do need more black coaches. Every enemy should have a damn job.
4: Okay, hey, I, I, let's be honest. We Come need on. to we need to fix minority hiring everywhere. Top of Google, boy, uh, uh, every in uh, and, and, and and movies, in oh, anywhere. NFL, we dealing with the NFL. A, and, well, boy. let's be let's be honest. Uh, to get the majority, we gotta realize it's only thirty two jobs. All right? it's thirty two jobs in any given year. Yeah, all right, and, and sure. when we when we talk about representation, the NFL is a microcosm of what's going on in the world. So at the end of the day, you can't just hold the NFL accountable. The NBA, you gotta hold everybody accountable when it comes to hiring minorities. But we're
5: dealing with the NFL. We're focusing on the NFL. You got you got Nathaniel Hackett coming in there. You gotta you gotta deal with, with, with these nepotism and these these daddy's sons that get jobs that get promoted right up the ranks above coaches who have been toiling for years. You got black who have been toiling for years, you got these daddy's sons going right to the top. You gotta deal with that.
0: Okay, well, guys, because I know, Clarence, you're going to have to run out of here soon. I want to get to our huddle topic real quick before you got to go because we got to talk about them Cowboys, especially with T.
4: Grab All them right. trophies and run.
0: All right, we're moving along because guess what? You know, uh, Morris keeps telling us the game of the week is uh, Cowboys at Eagles. And, and yeah. we, we got Clarence on for a reason and T.O. for a reason talk about them Cowboys. What were you about to say? Ugh. My stomach hurt.
1: I would, I, I would, I would agree. I would agree that this would be the game, game of the week, game of the week. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, my guy Jalen Hurts is playing, you know, beyond his years. He's made a tremendous leap from where he started to where he ended last year. Obviously, in the playoffs, didn't come off a good playoff win, but you have looked, and we have seen the maturation process in these four to five games. To be, uh, I mean, look. I mean it's 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 no it it's 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 not something that I didn't see um yeah. and what yeah. Philadelphia Eagles are able to do uh because I know this guy personally I know what he's made of. I know where he played at. I know where he comes from. Uh, so when you think about, you know, the the pieces that he has, I think that the organization has done a great job of giving him weapons. Uh, this guy has gone in the lab and really increased and enhanced his skill set to where he looks like a totally different quarterback than he did at the end of the season last year. So going into this game, again, I will give the edge to the Philadelphia Eagles. I have oh, no –
0: Oh, Lord.
4: Lies 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 Yes. Over oh, there supporting the commander, so you <laughs> No. <be laughs> I, I, how, how could y'all look in this mic and lie like that knowing my dad is a preacher? Hey, check this out. How y'all gonna say the game of the week is is Cooper Rush versus Jalen Hurts when we got Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, the Bills versus the Chiefs, and you gonna sit here and tell this lie of a lie? At the end of the day, y'all know damn well that game is gonna be 22 to like 18, and we're gonna see two teams, and I love. I think they are a true team But you cannot tell me the game of the week Don't got Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen And it lies Okay, first of all, hold on, hold
0: on Which
5: one going to get
4: the most ratings? Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen
1: Now you lie
4: Now you lie I'm so tired of the Cowboys The Cowboys, the Cowboys You know what, you know what Now you lie the Cowboys are, are the Cowboys is Miss America with a dead tooth in her mouth. That's all it is. That's all it is. Clarence,
0: really quickly, because we have you on. Because we have you on. So when are we when are we going to see Dak Prescott? Who's still dealing with that uh, thumb? What's what's going on? You,
5: you won't see Dak Prescott this week. Probably early next week. I mean, the bottom line is this: he broke his thumb? It's a four to six week. Injury, you, you, a fracture, you, the, the bone takes four to six weeks to heal. It was never going to be before this week. And even this week was going to be aggressive. Uh, he's not going to play this week. They've already talked about it. He's only started throwing this week. You will see Cooper rush. It'll be rush hour four, as Michael Irvin said, uh, against uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Uh, but, again, you're talking about – the they won four straight games with this guy. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Mm. Watch out for Micah Parsons. That's what you need to worry about. Right. Micah mm. Parsons, they have not given up more than one
1: touchdown a game. This defense is doomsday-esque. Mm. Do- Cooper Doomsday. Rush. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys defense, that's an extension of the Dallas Cowboys offense. Um, what Cooper Rush is doing is eliminating and minimizing Doomsday. the state. At the most inopportune times uh, of the games, uh, something that Tony Romo did back in this back in this day. Oh. That he's the game, he's doing it the best that he can. And but the, at the end of the day, everybody knows if the if the Cowboys are going to win this game, it's going to be de- defensively. It's not going to be offensively.
0: Oh, so but, I, so I, I got, go ahead, go ahead, more.
2: No, no, so I got I got a question for for Claire. Clarence, then I got a question for T.O. Fred, y'all still only won one game, so don't feel don't feel too bad about that. This for the other people. <laughs> Y'all only won one game. Y'all play tonight. Y'all probably going to lose that one. So, Clarence, on your end, so, so what do you think? Two questions for you. What do you think of these that I think is nonsense, people saying that Cooper Rush should be the starter for the rest of the season? I think it's nonsense. What do you think about that? Mm. Then, B, what do you think is, do you think the team changes when Dak does come back, is the defense playing above their head because they know they need to step up, or is this the defense that we have now? What is the right. difference between Dak and Cooper Rush being out?
5: Those are those are two very good questions. I'm gonna answer them for you. Uh, number one, uh, Cooper Rush passed for 102 yards last week and they won. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. He's not the reason why. When he's not the thing of TLC, he's not making mistakes. That. <laughs> Prescott, is this, right. he's the quarterback of his team. If the Cowboys want to win the Super Bowl, if they want to take it to the next level. They need a quarterback that's going to make plays. And, and Dak Prescott gives them that. And everybody understands that. The Cowboys understand that it's these peace breakers out here my grandmother's calling to call them peacebreakers that are trying to create something that's not there. I mean, everybody understands that this is Dak Prescott. See, number one, he's making $40 million. This is not 2016 right. when Tony Romo was at the end of his career. Dak Prescott is not at the end of his career. Cooper Rush is not the future of this team. Dak Prescott was the future right. in 2016. That was a different dynamic there. But the team, if they want to maximize their ability on offense, it's with Dak Prescott, a quarterback. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what you're saying, the formula will be the same when Dak comes back. This defense is real. This is defense is something okay. that could, that can sustain them throughout the course of the season. This four and one is different than last year's four and one because it's led by this defense, a running game. Uh, they're going to try to play the same way when that comes back. But the difference is when they need to make plays down the field, that can make it. When they have, have a chance and possibly get into a shootout game, when they have to score points they can do that with Dak. They can't do that with Cooper Rush. The best thing he's done is not turn the ball over.
4: Hey, can we agree that, that Cooper Rush is Tito Jackson? Nobody's lining up to go to a Tito Jackson concert. Alright, so at the end of the day, this guy is just holding the fork down until the king comes back. Alright, so at the end of the day, let's not jump on this Dallas Cowboy team. It, it, it's clear that Philadelphia is the better team. They have the better quarterback. They have the better running game right now. They have the better receivers right now. And, and Big Play slate and Brad Buried, uh, uh prison uh, wardens. I, uh, I, it, not about I, uh, they have the better defense. They have the better overall defense. Now, uh, the Cowboys have the better top-end players. They don't have a player that's better than Michael Parsons. But if you put the group of Philadelphia together, I would rather have him. And I'm sorry. C.D. Lamb still has to show me he can beat double coverage. That's a true number-one receiver, somebody that sees double coverage every week and continuously beat it. He hasn't shown me he can do that. And I promise you this, big play Slate at Mississippi State, Bulldog, he going to eat come Sunday. And he need number some C.D. Lamb with a side of rice.
5: Okay, you're talking, <laughs> but the, but the Eagles defense ranked 18th in the league. The Cowboy defense ranked 6th. Hey, 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 you show me, hey you show, guys, hey, you you show
2: old. me, num- you show me numbers. Clarence, 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 Clarence.
4: Numbers, numbers. What,
2: well, hold on, where are you, where are you saying 18th, Clarence? Where are
5: you looking? 18th and what? I'm looking, overall defense, the total defense ranked, the Eagles ranked 18th in the league.
4: Uh, did you just throw uh, number did, uh, do you watch the okay. game?
5: I do. I do you watch play. the game? I watch I watched Detroit gas them and go up and down the field on them. Detroit has gas
4: to everybody besides the Patriots. Oh,
5: exactly. But by point Wait, is, I well, watch score on them. I watch nobody let, score on the Cowboys. Let me just – well
2: well,
4: – You're about to see somebody score on them.
2: <laughs> well, oh, First of all, I mean, I don't see the Eagles ranked 18th, but okay. If, if, I mean, if, the if the to stay, so I can't, it, I'm not making that up. I'm yeah, you did. The numbers, right? I'm it, looking at the numbers right now. The Eagles have allowed – Uh, 1,472 total yards, the Cowboys have allowed 1,557 total yards. I'm not sure where you're getting your information
0: Say that from. number again because oh, your oh, Wi-Fi went you out know, just, just you said, 14
2: the, the Eagles are averaging 1,400-something. Uh, the Eagles have a total of giving up 1,400-something yards. The Cowboys okay. have given up 1,500. But let's go even deeper than that. When we talk about common opponents, mm. the Eagles have played the Commandos, the Commodores, or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> and so has the Cowboys. The Cowboys have played the same team. The Eagles gave up eight points, had nine sacks. The Cowboys... What is it, the rush hour, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is. It's tight and old. They only had two sacks, and they gave up 10 points.
1: What's your question that you have for me?
3: Yeah, let's
2: Well, T.O., you have a unique position of being on both sides of this rivalry. You play for the Eagles. You play for the Cowboys. What is it like going into this week? And does that, does that um, sway
1: your opinion in terms of how you feel who's going to win this game? No, not at all. I mean, I look at it from a different. I, I don't look at it as as, as as fans look at it. So I have a different right. perspective. So you know, obviously playing the game, like I said, playing with both both teams, you understand the rivalry. Uh, obviously, the NFC, like I said, you know, they try to create uh, uh, the, the NFC beast and uh, out of the out of that group, uh, except for the, the Commandos. Uh, Man, like, y'all stop taking them shots.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: but. <laughs> Look at look at these two teams. Uh, every 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 time these two teams match, you know that everybody's going to be geared up. Everybody's going to be honed in. I know playing with both squads that every time that I played on either of those teams, I was keyed in. I was locked in. I wanted to play my best. And as we've already already seen, based on the records, based on how both teams are playing, that's why one of the, this game is probably going to be considered one of the games of the week, regardless. Is saying, but every time, like I said, these here, like I said, they have a lot at, at, at stake, so they're trying to obviously, like I said, right. one up each conference. So I'm looking for this to be a good game. But at the end of the day, uh I'm looking, like I said, the edge is going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles based on mm. what you said Mars mm. on the numbers, uh, based on <laughs> based on what I we the eye test of what. And how Jalen Hurts has really been the quarterback, been the leader, and leading to an undefeated season thus far. Let me let me say yeah, this: okay. uh, two things. But I know Morris, I know Morris has to get out of
0: there. So, Clarence, love, make like, your
5: points real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I love you, Morris. Love best man. Love all of that stuff. But Appreciate let it. me re- let me read NFL numbers, not you, okay? What you, were reading, <laughs> okay. What, what, what you were reading was total yards for the season, and so yes, right. it's a minuscule difference, but the Eagles are giving up three hundred and forty six yards per game. The Cowboys are giving up three eleven. Okay. That's the difference between his, I'm no I'm, just, I'm I'm just I'm just helping him helping him understand how to read the yards, why there's a disparity between seven and eighteen. Okay. So so it's,
2: basically so, so basically we wanna we wanna cherry pick whatever stats analytics. Picking, these analytics.
4: Are, hey, these hey, are how they do the stats. Long Hey, a, a, a a, a T.O. said it right. The eye test. We both watch these teams play, and the best quarterback on the field come Sunday will be Jalen Hurts. Uh, you always go with the best quarterback. If everything else is equal, if everything else is equal, who got the best quarterback and who got the best head coach? And that's Philadelphia. Cheese that's steaks for everybody.
5: That's why Philly has to win this game. If they lose the Cooper Rush, the pressure's on Philly. They're supposed to win the game. They got Jalen Hurts. They got all their players. that could oh, not well, play. Okay, well – they should win
3: this all game. Right. Okay.
2: If you don't win this game, you all know right. you're gonna shoot yourself. No,
3: uh, not, look, at all. not at all, not at all. The
6: NFL, anything can
2: happen on any given Sunday. You saw that. Come on, if you this don't win this
3: game, this game
2: look, at home, go. you got uh, they back quarterback. Hey, hey, Clarence, come back. Home. Hey, Clarence, Come back on the show on Tuesday. for your
3: brother, please come back on the show? On Tuesday. All right, yeah. go. Listen, listen we
0: appreciate Morris joining us for the huddle. And I know Clarence, uh, hold on one second, Tia. I know uh, Clarence gotta uh go and have this press conference, you know, with the Cowboys. So we appreciate you coming on. I know Morris wants to have you to come back on and see who's right. Uh, when we come back on on Tuesday, they see that what Clarence is, company man. Go on, do what you gotta do, company man. I
5: said the Eagles should win the game. <laughs>
4: All right, throw them 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 trophies in the garbage.
5: You know, Jalen Hurts is my frat brother, so I'm with
4: Jalen Hurts, okay? He's cute. Uh, uh, All right, that's what it is. All
0: right, we appreciate you, Clarence. Thank you all right yo while i'm getting this uh link to ocu manure because he's getting ready to jump in i wanted um you guys to quickly just um before we transition to that jason peters had made a comment about philadelphia fans and he mm. said i just know the philadelphia fans are effing idiots when it comes to camaraderie and the cowboys any team Peter said via uh, the Dallas Morning News. They start throwing stuff at teams. When we played the Vikings, they they were throwing stuff. I mean, they're nasty, but they know that. They pride themselves on being nasty, you no know, vulgar. So Jason Peters had spent 12 seasons with Philadelphia and faced the Cowboys 16 times. Obviously, he's now changed teams. T.O., your thoughts on those comments?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, of course he's going to say that. But at the end of the day, he wasn't saying all that when he was playing. <laughs> oh, the- Wow. So uh, you know, obviously, like I said, he's transitioned. Uh, when you think about, you, he, he's a company man now. Now he's with the Dallas. Company. I think that's the word of the week, company man. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that, I, I, that's typical for a, for a player to say when they transition, they they switch team, and now you're playing your rival. Um, obviously, he's doing whatever he can for bullet, bulletin uh, board material. Uh, for me, I think it's 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 it's, it's, it's a it, it's 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 nothing to be even you know, to be discussed. You know what I mean? Fans are going to be fans. You have to still go out there and, and play. I was on both ends of the spectrum when I played for each team and I had to play the opposite. I, you just, As a player, you just go out there, you just block it out, and you're going to hear the boos, you're going to hear the cheers. Um, at the end of the day, hey, you go out there and ball and you, you, you silence them. Hey, no,
4: no, no! Let's tell the truth. He's the pope, all right? For coming out and telling the truth. The worst fans in the NFL are Philadelphia fans. It's a reason why the the, uh, the vet had a courtroom in it, in a jailhouse in it. These fans are ravenous. When I played in Washington, they they are, they told us alertly never send family members to Philadelphia to watch you play. It ain't worth them coming home with a black eye. They are unstoppable force, all right? Yeah, they'll turn on the Eagles. They sure gonna turn on the other team. Let's be honest. Philadelphia, the worst and most erratic fans in sports.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, between that, between them and the Raiders, probably so. Well, listen, All before right. we welcome O.C. and I want to make sure that he his audio is well. O.C., you good?
3: Yeah,
6: can you hear me?
0: Oh, sure, we can definitely hear it. <laughs> All right, all right. Look who is in the crew crib. Former Giants defensive end, O.C. Human. you in the building. What's going on, O.C.
6: Man, I'm out here. I'm out here, Joe. Nice to see you.
0: Nice to
4: see you, Fred. Hey, always good to see you. As long as I ain't seeing you with no helmet and shoulder pads on, because it was a damn nightmare. <laughs> <For> <laughs> sure.
0: That's okay. And I let, sure, let, let, sure. let me let make sure I let everybody know two-time Pro Bowl and two-time Super Bowl <laughs> champ with all the bling-bling and all that. And also... Fresh from London across the pond, are you having strawberry and cream and no, no Earl
4: Grey. Earl oh, Grey. He got Earl Grey in his cup.
3: <laughs> a Little Earl Grey tea. <laughs> Earl Grey tea.
0: What Y'all are mean- tripping, I- man. <laughs> right, so for the audience who didn't get to hear, what the heck are you doing in London?
6: Worked for the NFL. Um, like Ooh. as soon as I retired, I was like, listen, I, I-, I want to get out here. I want to be, you know, amongst the, the international crew. Um, and so I called Mark Waller, he was like going out there, and like a week after I retired, I was in London, I've been been out here ever since, it's been like seven years now. Um, just working, grinding, doing all kinds of things, man, trying to grow the game internationally.
4: And people don't know about your connection to London. Born in London, uh, you know, did a lot before you came to the, I mean, to the NFL period in the United States. Let people know a little bit about that.
6: Yeah, I was born here, um, I was born in London, I was here for the first seven years of my life, and then I went to Nigeria. My parents are Nigerian, so I was in Nigeria for like another seven years. And then from there, I came to America, and that's when I started uh, playing ball, went to uh, Auburn High School, then Troy State University, got drafted by the Giants. And this is where my first story with Fred Smoot comes in. (laughs) (laughs) This is is my first story with Fred Smoot. And Fred, you're you're not going to remember this, but this this was my introduction to the NFL, yeah? All right. um, I'm a rookie. I'm not playing no ball, right? Like, I'm, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm the rookie. I'm just chilling. And yeah. Fred, now I've known Fred since, like, I followed Fred since Fred was at Mississippi State, like like a dog. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Fred, yeah. Fred was that
3: guy. Yeah. So
6: Fred's playing for Washington, and um, I'm a rookie. I'm on the sidelines. I'm not playing. And Fred and our receiver, Amani Tuma get into it. So, you know, they're going back and forth. Fred yeah. dumps him off the sidelines, and then they start talking back and forth. And so, you know, I see Fred, and you know, on our sideline, and so I take my shot. I start talking to Fred. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. and Fred, Fred looks at me in front of my whole team, and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, he stops <laughs> laughing. He stops laughing, so and y'all didn't even disappear. <laughs> it was so funny. Everybody forget that. They were like, remember when Fred asked me
4: I remember the play you talking about I remember, it. and you know the one thing about it, Hand was one of those people where when the offense was on the field he stepped up on the sideline and he liked to talk trash, and I know that's where you got it from cause I, 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 I would go back and forth with y'all all the time and I actually knew who you was because one of my homegirls Tosha McElroy, went to Troy Depp. so knew me, so I had already knew I was already asking about you so when you said that, I was like, I couldn't pronounce your name, and that what made me say who the hell are you <laughs>
0: <laughs> y'all are no great worries, hey man. listen that's that's, a, that's a great story <laughs> <laughs> don't surprise me based on everything i know from when i met fred smooth in the at the time you know it's now called the commander's locker room and he was wearing his fat albert sweater ah stop it was fubu it, was, it fubu. was fubu and all of that stuff looking all out of style back then but listen we got to talk about your giants oc you know what okay. the giants are four in one with Brian Dayball as head coach. Uh, we have to get your former Giants defensive end, two-time pro, two-time Super Bowl. What is your reaction to the impact that Dayball is having on this team?
6: Incredible. I think, you know, nobody really expected this from them. They thought this was going to be a year of trouble for the New York Giants. But I think when I went down there and I went to go visit them, I had a conversation with him. Yo, he he really is a it, man. He's connected to his team. He's, like, young. The team loves him. They'll do anything for him. And so they're rallying behind him. And on top of that, I, I believe that from what I'm seeing from this coaching staff, this is one of the top five coaching staffs in the NFL, man. Because mm-hmm. they, they don't have all the best players. If you think about it, they are mm-hmm. out coaching. They are out coaching every single team that they play. And mm-hmm. so this is a fantastic coaching job. As soon as they get like a couple of pieces in there, you're going to look at multiple Super Bowls for this New York Giants team. Yeah,
4: nobody likes to talk about Wink Martindale. I think Wink has unleashed Dexter Lawrence in that front. Like this, this is what I know. Playing in the NFC East. The Giants are good when they have a front four on defense, and I think now with this young front four with Trudeau and the rest of those
6: guys, I think they they can't match y'all, but I think they they got some young heat up there. No question about that. Dexter Lawrence is a fantastic football player, bringing that pressure up the middle. I know Leonard Williams hasn't played for a couple of games now, but this is one of the best defensive tackles also in football. So now they can get Kayvon coming off that edge. You know Aziz, and what he did last year, if they start getting more and more players coming off the edge like that, you got one of the best front fours in football. So, I mean, you can build off of what the New York Giants have been known for in the past.
4: Now, I believe in—I uh, don't believe in quarterback with normal names. And you can't get no normal than Daniel Jones. All right, so at the end of the day, <laughs> uh, O.C., do you believe in Daniel Jones? Like, you know, uh, Dave, I can't say they won because of him. They kind of won in spite of him because of Saquon having such a great year. Do you believe in Daniel Jones?
6: I think, I think what, what you're saying would be fair uh, if you're looking at the first couple of games. But You know, I had a chance to actually watch him in person and watch him against Green Bay. Mm. You know, there's something to this guy, man. There's something about it. He kept on making play after play after play. And you know, Green Bay, that defense isn't bad. That's a very good defense. Yeah, it is. And he carved it up. He made all the plays that he needed to play, and he was getting hit in his mouth. So I think that there is something to him. And I believe that, you know, with Brian Dayball at that, you know, Calling the plays and helping him out. I think he could be the quarterback for the future.
3: Wow.
0: And you know what it is, too, is that uh, we had on Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News on our show on the last episode, and he was also commenting, he said he wants to do a piece on this, the fact that there's some magic or whatever they've been doing to get uh, Daniel Jones to fumble less, because that was a problem, Mm. you know, in his initial start with the Giants, and they're doing something to not have, you know, him fumbling uh, the ball so much, but uh, obviously they declined his fifth-year option, so, you know, it wasn't all the belief there first, O.C., so they definitely have to... mm -hmm. No, but I
6: mean, how, how could you not decline his option, right,
0: based on yeah. his
6: past performance? If you look at what, is, what has happened over the past, what, three, four years, why would, why would you, you know, you know, double down on that? But if you look at what has happened over the past two games and what can happen potentially over the course of this season... I mean, who, what are you going to? you going to draft another quarterback? Like, what are you going to do? No, no, no. You're going to. I don't know. See, unless the, it, you it, a it's,
0: veteran it, Unless you get a veteran
6: I, to come. I, I, I was
4: going to say, unless you date somebody else. And Jimmy G is mighty attractive. All right? so you got to. No, I, 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 I'm just saying. You, you know how to. I. I, I I'm, all right, let, hey, if you ask most New Yorkers right now, would they rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Daniel Jones, most people would say Jimmy Garoppolo.
6: Right now. Yes. Right Right now. now. Yeah, we don't know what Daniel Jones is going to do over these next couple of games. We don't we don't know the belief. No, no, I'm saying we just we just uh, I just saw what I saw against that Green Bay team. And if he can continue that, how are you going to say, oh, Jimmy G is going to be the guy. Let's just give him like three more games. Let's let's
3: just Ah. give him like
4: three. he's, He's a hell of an athlete. Like most people don't know that about Daniel Jones. He's a hell of an athlete.
0: He's a hell of an he athlete, is. and he's also a, he- a he- one heck of a gentleman. A very good person as well. But you know what has also been in the news? OC is OBJ. OBJ was recently mm. at the building. You know, no, it wasn't a formal visit. Doesn't need to be a formal visit. Visiting matches <laughs> gotcha. uh-huh. Sterling Shepard. Other people in the building could have visited at their homes. Decided to visit him at the facility. Mm. That of the team that traded him to Cleveland. And since then, you know, has been all talked about on social media as far as the free agency bubbling, coming up as he heals this ACL. Do the Giants need OBJ? Would you like to see OBJ come back to the Giants? 100%
6: I'm one of the guys who believes he never should have left I mean OBJ in New York I mean come on man let's talk about OBJ in New York yeah it works yeah he was that dude yeah yeah And and just everything about him works in New York I mean unfortunately he's had a couple of injuries but you know we saw what he was able to do with the Los Angeles Rams last year and you need a guy like that on your football team the guy who traded him away isn't there anymore I'm all for bringing OBJ back man he's a great guy Hey, hey, no, no, no.
4: I feel you on that, but I felt like, ooh, L.A. and O.B.J. was a match made in heaven. As much as he's New York, as much as he's, like, I can say this about uh, Odell. He was the first true rock star of the digital age when it came to the NFL. Like, this dude can go to Paris. This dude can go anywhere. He's a rock star. And L.A. and rock stars just go together. It just go together.
6: Yeah, I agree with you, man. And, and yeah, but you're right, though. He's we we had never really seen anything quite like that before. Like he's he's like a global, everywhere in the world. It's Tom Brady, Odell Beckham no. Jr. Them the only two they know. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, you're you know right about are. You like right that. You're right about that.
4: Yep.
0: And you speak about Gettleman's – you spoke about him because, you know, listen, he's obviously not the GM uh, anymore. He stinks. Say the truth. Report the news, Josina. He stinks. Listen, I'm not going to say he stinks, but what I am going to say is that they didn't win over six games when he was the general manager of uh, of the team. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He he did trade OBJ and brought in – and people can make their own comments about this. I'm just saying what it is. He traded OBJ, brought in Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay. Uh, traded for DeAndre Baker, I believe, 2019, who got caught up in an alleged armed robbery in Florida. Signed big money to Nate Solder, Kareem Martin. Uh, you can say what you think about that. Let go of Landon Collins, who recently became part of the team. And also Justin Pugh, who is a staple in Arizona. And also try to get more years out of Eli Manning at a time when Eli Manning, for some people, was – uh obviously on the decline
4: you had to let Eli age you had to let Eli age Eli had put in too much. you could not run Eli out of there it ended the best way it could end
0: some people thought Oh, see yep. your thoughts
3: mm-hmm.
6: I think I think that um yeah we could say that Dave made a couple of mistakes but you know he's a friend of mine so I'm you know
3: oh oh brother in ball brother love. company man <laughs> uh, <laughs> company,
0: company man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you did you did win a, a, a couple of Super Bowls, but it was Jerry Reese that that was GM at the time. But you are friends with Dave Gettleman, huh?
6: <laughs> no, listen, Jerry's my guy too, man. Like, you know, you you I just, listen, I, he's a good guy. He makes a mistake, but he, he's he's a good guy. So I gotta. You know, as, well, as we're not a talking about whether
0: he's good We're talking about his record Can he do the job Would you hire him to be a
4: GM For like, If I told you we're starting a team in London They got O.C. running the team Do you pick Dave Gettleman As the GM for the London blokes
6: Uh oh 100% Ha <laughs> Lies, lies, lies.
0: you got to respect O.T. But at the the same time, you know, Landon Collins just came back to the team and he said he should have never been gone. And I do remember, and we'll have Landon Collins on this show, and I'll delve more into this at the time, but I, I do remember, you know, players at the time feeling like Dave Gettleman wasn't interacting with them enough and then making decisions on their careers that felt cold we do know as a person he went through his own health situation with everything like that Um, you know but I I don't know OC that you can deny some of these teams and uh, things in terms of the swings and misses in the draft you know and making key decisions that impacted the team I mean not winning more than six games after at least the second to last season with Jerry Reese they were 11 to 5 they finished 3 and 13 with Jerry Reese but but there's no question that the, the the cap situation that Gettleman put him in and some of the personnel decisions really hampered this team. I mean
6: I'm not I'm not denying any single thing that you said and I won't deny anything you said you're correct those are those are facts right um but sometimes you know sometimes facts you got you got to remove facts from the situation and speak on just emotion yeah. and that's emotionally that's, that's that's all I'm doing 100% yeah. there there will be no argument about any single thing that you've said because you're both 100% correct. But I like him as a person, so I'm, I'm, I'm just rocking with him. That's all.
4: Hey, that hey, company man cape is floating in the wind right now. See, he, can't, he, can't, he, can't, he can't say nothing wrong about the truth. Hey, listen, I'm a divorcee. You can admit when you got it wrong. You can admit when you chose the wrong person, all right?
0: <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, OC, so you guys got the Ravens coming up. They're coming in yeah. the building. Right now the Giants are four and one. Lamar is coming to Met Life. Tell me what you foresee of this game. And if for some reason the Ravens were able to win, excuse me, not win this game and the Giants go on to be five and one, are we are we gonna be able to deflate any heads in New York? Go ahead.
6: No, it's, go- it's going to be impossible. I think you know. Right now, we're riding high, and that's a good thing. But when you look at the Baltimore Ravens and you look at the New York Giants right now, you got to think about who the Giants' defensive coordinator is, right? Wing Monday, Where Monday, yeah, come from. Yeah, you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. now, because of that, you've you, 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 you got to know that he's going to know quite a few things about the Baltimore Ravens, and in particular, Lamar Jackson, that a lot of people don't know. So you got to think that they're going to be able to stifle Lamar Jackson, which is almost impossible to do. But if anybody has a good enough chance to do it, it would be the New York Giants. And then offensively, New York Giants have been playing a lot better, especially over the second half of games. You look at the Baltimore Ravens defensively, yes, they played better last week. But before then, they were getting torched. So who knows what's gonna happen in this particular game? I'm looking for the Giants to win. Oh,
4: you know what, O.C. Oh, I hate to bust your bub and tell you the good truth because my dad is a preacher. All right, here we go. Uh, the Giants ain't even the best team that play at Midlife. It's the New York Jets. It's the New York <laughs> wow. Football wow. Jets. That is the most ridiculous hey, thing. Hey, I've hey, ever heard you say hey, hey. Listen, <laughs> when I when I look at that New York Jets roster, I see a lot of young talent. Sauce. Is As is, is they advertise, like I said, I thought he was the best corner in the draft. Uh, Bryce Hall has been running that ball. Zach Wilson, uh, I think he's coming into his own. Uh, they got a wide receiver core, Garrett Wilson. Uh, if, if I look and say, what positions are the Jets better than the Giants? Better than quarterback? They're not better than them at wide, I mean running back. They're better at wide receiver. They're better at cornerback. I'm sorry, the Jets are the
6: best team in New York. Wow. Listen. If, if you're looking at it from a standpoint of players, okay, you might you might be onto something there. But in terms of like a team, no possible way. You know why? Because the most important thing right now in the NFL is the coaching staff and the new york giants have a far superior coaching
4: staff i I mean giants. whoa well come on Solis! Solis is a good coach I like give give him a
0: chance get, get Solis is a good coach now coach in terms of leadership know? and charisma he's still building what he's building but well he has a ton of respect in the nfl hmm.
6: How do we? How do we know he's a much better coach than um than Brian Dabo? I mean, you just Dabo
0: just this, been there, about Hey, listen. Let me tell you something, O.C. And, and O.C. Yep. Let me tell you something. And and this is not no knock. Just just to say how things can ebb and flow because I I, I definitely uh respect Josh McDaniels' prowess, but I do remember being mm-hmm. in Denver and starting in 2009, where Josh McDaniel started off six and zero, and they proceeded to lose uh, the next uh,
4: hundred games, one
3: hundred, and
0: they ended up eight and eight. So the, the the Giants. I'm just saying, you know. Look, I give all. Props, Dayball. I th- I think he is he is the real deal. But as yep. he said, the lead the league can humble you real quick, O.C. So don't y'all yeah. start floating.
4: I, I I I give I I, I give, give new. I give New York Giants what I call the golden booger award. That means when you peel back them gold plates off of that booger, it's still a booger. All right? That means that the Giants are fugazi. We know they, 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 they're a good team. They got a good core. But nobody feels like they are a playoff team. You don't feel it, O.C. You do not feel listen,
0: it. Say that now. Listen, I don't know. Listen, listen. Uh, you still, you still, if you're still number one in the, in the
4: NFC East, you still might come out and be in the playoffs for us. A- no, you're not number one. Philadelphia is number one get that right
6: you guys you guys sat there and you gave me all these statistics and all these facts about dave Gettleman, and i gave that to you at the end of the day the new york giants are four and one and the jets aren't so you know what <laughs> three do. and two are the better football <laughs> <laughs> three. Wow. golden
4: wow. golden booger award
0: Listen, listen, well, listen, O.C., we appreciate the discussion. This was a lively discussion. I know people will love seeing this as we put this on social. It's great to have you on. And before you leave, really quickly, I do want to uh, just get your, your last parting thoughts on retirement life. You know, what 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 is the best thing? You know, Fred and I are are, are are working. Obviously, you're working, but you're not with the Giants anymore. At least what aspect of that is is the best part of retirement life?
6: been incredible, man. Let me tell you something. The only thing better than being in the NFL is being – when you're not in the NFL
0: and you have money. I
3: promise you.
6: Nothing
0: better than it. Nothing better than it. I wouldn't know nothing about having money. It ain't nothing for Christmas ever.
4: And he's right, because now you still get to be a part of it without taking your body through it, your mind, whole, and soul. And this is what I do love. The younger players know their history, so you don't have to introduce yourself to them. They already know who you are. You're still part of the organization. He is right to get out of there with your mind, body, and your soul. You cannot beat it. And when I'm in London, O.C., I'm going to holler at you, baby. We got to drink that Earl Grey to the top.
0: It's oh yeah job. because my when job. we all my come life. to london we all we're crashing your pad is that okay is your family gonna allow us man. to come in there can we crash your pad oc is that okay I got, come on through what'd you say <laughs> your, your, your wi-fi going back what'd you say
6: i said i have enough space i have space come on through man <laughs> okay. yeah we definitely
0: Yes, we we will. We will take up all your space, and we just put Fred on. We put Fred on the on the on the floor, and I'll get the. Uh, That's fine. That's fine, baby. I'm fine. Okay, O.C. Hey, look. Before you leave, let everybody know what your name is, and tell everybody that you're watching the crew.
6: O.C. Menyora, New York Giants legend, and you're watching the crew.
4: You
0: company man. (laughs) Hey, listen, O.C. We we appreciate you. (laughs) That's right. Hey look, OC we definitely gonna wanna have you back on during the season to talk about these giants. So hopefully you can come back on again, okay? Let me know, man. This was fun. Thank you guys. Okay. Uh, Always good always good to see you, brother. Okay. Yes. All right. Now we gotta get your final takes. Here we go. All right, Fred. Well, you know, I can't let you out of here without getting your final take on this. Your commanders are playing Thursday night. Yes. Uh, an article came out something today. We're not even going to get into that. We'll get into Please. that after the game as far yeah. as something with Daniel Snot. It's, it's always something else. We'll, we'll get into that. But the part we will focus on is the face in the two and three bears? And because this show is being taped before the game, I will ask you something that will pertain even after the game. Yeah. What happens if the commanders lose in? Three?
3: Oh,
4: I'm getting. Football Armageddon. I hate to say it. The hard part about it is Coach Rivera is not just the head coach. He's also the GM. So it's going to be hard for him to fire himself. But I'm sorry. If we lose to the Bears and Justin Fields, who haven't threw for over 200 yards but one time in his career, the Bears, you want to talk about the golden booger. I don't even know how they got two wins. So at the end of the day, if they lose this game, it's Armageddon over there. You probably can look for wholesale changes. And the question is – do you bring in a guy like Sean Payton and get him and Greg Williams back together, get the band back together? No, from the going to
0: sun- Fox in the middle of the
4: season. I, 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 no, no, no. You won't hire a head coach in the middle of the season. No way. You got to focus on next year. But do you bring a guy that already won one? Or do you hire a young gun like the Mavays and the McConnells that came out of Washington? Do you hire an unproven guy? That's going to be the question.
0: Well that is that is interesting, you know, as far as all of that. But at the same time, you also reside in the DMV. so I, want I to do really quickly. Have you what has been the buzz? Just last thought on what Ron Rivera said with regards to that quarterback comment when he was asked what's the reason why they're not keeping up with the other teams in the division? What's been the talk really quickly?
4: Well, they say uh, Carson Wink's shoulder was hurting, and they said it was because Coach threw him under the bus, and he got ran over. So, that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like here in Washington. So, I don't know. Coach say he got him all together, talked to him about it. And, you know, Coach being emotional, you got to realize, everybody's job on the line, so stuff comes out. So, I, I already apologized to Carson. Now, the, the question is, we know uh, the mental has always been part of Carson Wentz, uh weakness when it comes to football will this mess with his mental
0: Well, you know, the official word that actually has come out, and and I love how you did play on that, is that Carson Wentz supposedly has a biceps tendon injury. Um, It's not supposed to impact him playing tonight as far as his availability, but I think NFL Network did recently report that that is a part of, you know, hurting his shoulder. I think it's up here, you know, with regards to to that. So that's something to keep in mind, you know, with regards to how everything plays out, Fred.
4: Yeah, when you get ran over by a bus, that muffler usually hits your shoulder on the way out.
0: Oh wow! Well, listen. This was a great show. We had everybody on here from T.O. O.C.U. Manure, right. Clarence Hill, Morris Chestnut, yeah, filming, filming from Hollywood and everything. That's the type of stuff that you get when you were on the crew. So Fred Smoot for Fred Smoot. I am mm-hmm. Joe Anderson, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we are out.
3: Peace. Peace. <laughs>